Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. It is the week six Sunday night edition of the PFF Forecast. October, uh, technically now, 18th, Monday morning, I guess, already. We are going to um, recap a little bit of week six. Some kind of crazy stuff happened. We thought... Chargers-Ravens was going to be an amazing game. The Ravens put the smack down on them. Same with Cardinals and Browns. So we'll talk about who uh, the top five teams in the NFL are now. We'll do some first third of the season overreactions, and then we will get to the week seven, guess the lines, and our favorite bets. Let's rock. not super excited about the Sunday night game but let's just say this the I have money on Geno Smith plus five hell of a it's a little it's a little different man and if it wasn't honestly if it wasn't for TJ Watt being a superhuman and the Seahawks also just like not running good offense in the first half that when they came out in the second half and started establishing the run much to much to Pete Carroll's um excitement Movie. But then they had that one after they got the fumble from Big Ben. And then they ran three plays where the ball never crossed the line of scrimmage. And that was when it they, was over. They, Weirdly, their defense has been really bad most of the season, but their defense gave them a chance to win this game. Yeah. You know, they, like Jamal Adams did not play a great game. Uh, okay. Before we get to the teams that are actually playing really well, can I ask you this question? So Jamal Adams was traded for two first-round yeah. picks. Is that the worst trade for a young player in their prime uh frank clark is worse what did they give up for frank clark a one and a two and a hundred million dollar contract yeah i mean they <laughs> paid jamal adams too yeah at but, least frank clark made a play in a game that mattered yeah yeah a couple i mean he did yeah he's he's awful now i mean jamal adams has more hits on his own team yeah i mean i'm trying to think of the, of the big trades that like just didn't work I mean, quarterback ones are certainly like Jay Cutler was kind of like a Matt. Don't, don't put Jay Cutler in Jamal Adams. I uh, mean, yeah, Jay Cutler paid the, brought the Bears to Super Playoffs once. True. Okay, let's do this. Let's start here. Um, two really good teams won really decisively. Which one means more? The Arizona Cardinals beating the Browns as a three-point underdog on the road. They beat them 37-14. 
or the Baltimore Ravens closes the three-point favorite at home, beating the Chargers 34-6. to Well, I, I think the... Um... I think the Arizona Cardinals win. Um, ah, they're both really impressive. I mean, the Ravens one was interesting, right? Because you had we we got the Chargers at plus three and a half. Then, and I was interesting. I was like, you know, I was trying to explain like which side of that game we were on. Like, well, we bet Chargers plus three and a half, and then it, after Monday Night Football, it got down to two and a half, and so we took a little bit of Ravens. So we were really off that game. Um, and obviously the Ravens just kind of held control of the game. I did say something on the – well, for one, a couple of people in the industry asked why our power ranking for the Chargers wasn't that high. It was like mm-hmm. – and I think it was low. Um, but the reason was I, I said that, like, a lot of their games were kind of noisy. You mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. they were playing well, but, you know, when you're almost – you know, when you, when you convert almost every fourth down, things are pretty good for you. And today they got the brung into variance a couple times on fourth down. Yeah, and they were three of twelve on third down. And three of twelve on third down. Uh, the Ravens also were really good defensively. And uh, another um, interesting thing was, and I said this on the on the pregame show today, the PFF live show, which you can watch on YouTube at eleven a.m. every Sunday. The um, the the Chargers don't have that many weapons on the outside, right? Like, so mm-hmm. the Ravens struggle because they're not they don't have Marcus Peters. Um, they're a little bit less depthy in the secondary than they used to be, but it kind of matched up okay with Baltimore today. And yeah. Baltimore absolutely pressed that advantage. And then on offense, they were fantastic. Um, the Arizona win, though, in my opinion, may be a little bit more impressive. You go on the road. There's bad weather. You're not favored. Um, and with with and we we liked under in that game. It would have hit if it went for the hail mary. But like for the most part, other than the hail mary. You really didn't give up anything today mm-hmm. on defense, which a lot of our concerns were about their defense. They they played great there most of the time all season, and, and then Kyler was great, and they did it without their head coach. So I would break the tie by saying the Arizona Cardinals. You, the Chargers are an interesting one. You mentioned their power ranking. So we also power if you go to pff.com and get yourself an Edge subscription, by the way, which you can get. We have some great fans out there. A little challenge here. We're having a contest amongst all the podcasts. Promo code FORECAST, F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T, 25% off any subscription. Tell all of your friends. We need, we got, I have a lot of money on the line here. So like, please band together. Um, But with an edge subscription, you can see our power rankings. We also power rank the quarterbacks. And this is interesting. So Justin Herbert is in our power ratings worth seven and a half points above a replacement level quarterback towards the spread that is tied for third in the nfl mm-hmm. okay with three other guys yeah. but among all of those players that are in the top the top five quarterbacks the the los angeles chargers are the lowest power ranked team mm-hmm. and when i saw that going into today i was like that's really interesting because i really like their team i like brandon staley i like their offensive weapons i like their defensive players but I thought it showed in this game where maybe they aren't as strong when Justin Herbert isn't making incredible play after incredible play. Yeah. That was, I mean, it was shocking. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, that that was, it was really alarming that how, how little they were open on plays mm-hmm. um, and, and how much the Ravens, you know, were able to fluster them. I mean, they had six points. Talking about six points. 
You know, they had the 17 again, 17 or 20. I can't remember how much it was. They had 20, and then they had 17, I think, in games one and two. So we have not seen them necessarily explode every single game. But then they, you know, sort of were really high scoring the last three games. Um, six there, very impressive by Baltimore. Baltimore, who we went into the week having as our fourth rated power rate, uh, fourth highest rated team. Um, I think it just goes up here, obviously. Um, Kansas City took care of business, covered the spread. It wasn't the most pretty thing in the world. And, and Tampa Bay won uh, on short on a short week against Philly. Buffalo plays tonight. So, you know, Baltimore still probably fourth. Maybe maybe leapfrogs Kansas City a little bit. But, um, but very impressive by uh, John Harbaugh's bunch. Uh, it's funny how a week one loss against the Raiders doesn't really matter that much yeah, anymore. Like, like two teams – Two teams in our top four, uh, bad losses in week one, uh, have seemed to uh, gone, gone, gone away. Yeah, boy, that Steelers victory over the Bills looks, it looks really interesting. Um, I, I struggled with this one. I gave the tie to, I think, the quarterback that made the biggest statement today, and I think that was Kyler Murray. So I'm going to give the Cardinals the more impressive victory because it was on the road because they were an underdog. And this is not to take anything away from the Ravens, who I believe are, I mean, we've been waiting for this Lamar Jackson, and I'm excited for the playoffs to get here. Like, I really hope they're healthy when they get there. But what the Cardinals have done, and what Kyler Murray has done, is something that's really cool. What did we say all offseason? All offseason, we said, Kyler Murray is really great, but he needs to improve in one key area. You said it. He needs to hit more doubles. What we mean there is that he needs to be better throwing the ball to the intermediate area of the field, mm -hmm. the 10 to 19 range down the field. So let's take a look. 2019, his PFF grade throwing into the intermediate area of the field, 53.4. Passer rating, uh, 61.3. 2020, PFF grade, mid-70s. Passer rating, throwing to the intermediate area of the field is, again, in the 60s, 68.4. So far this season, his PFF grade throwing to the intermediate area of the field is 93.2. His pass rating is 140.1. That's and, and really why, freaking cool. And, and we talked about this on the, on the pregame show too. It's like, you know why that, like the, Kate, the cool thing about this team, you know how many targets DeAndre Hopkins had today? Like four or five, right? Yep. This team is not. They're not four speeding. They're not ball. unloading the clip this year. Yep. Kyler's not running that much, right? He's not, he's not running as much as he did last season per, per game. Um, they're not throwing nearly – like Hopkins was getting 30% of the targets last year. It's yep. like more like 17, 18, 16, 17, 18 now. Um, and so, like, you, you remember that game when Houston beat uh, Buffalo in the playoffs when mm -hmm. the first half of the game Tredavious White was, like, really shadowing Hopkins in the yep. second half. They put Hopkins in slot, and they just peppered him the rest of the game. There's going to be a game when somebody has Cliff figured out. Kyler figured out and well, what they can COVID do, figured him out this week. Yeah. And what they can do now is just pepper Hopkins when they're desperate. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas in previous seasons or last season, their, their first season together, he was already throwing him the ball too much and they couldn't mm -hmm. like go off of that. Right. Now they at least have some spread out offense. It's Christian Kirk one week. It's mm -hmm. uh, Rondell Moore other weeks. It's X, Y, and Z like good on them. Like I, I'm pretty excited about, you know, sort of the, the direction uh, that that's going. Yeah, I, I, again, Kyler had a hurt shoulder. You go into the game, you go, man, so reliant on him making special plays. 
the fact that he has improved so much as a passer year over year over year now is why he's the front runner probably with Josh Allen depending on what happens tomorrow for MVP but I'm giving Kyler the MVP now I gave it to Justin Herbert last week I reserve the right to change every single week and this week it's Kyler Murray and what he's done in games where he's been facing really good competition has been impressive and this was another one of those let's do a little top five here how do you feel okay. about that yeah I like it I'm a, I'm a fan you had last week Buffalo at the top they have not played this week I assume that means you are keeping your Buffalo Bills at the top yeah I'm going yeah Buffalo okay Tampa okay Kansas City okay Baltimore I'm just going straight from our power and at five mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I have a tie okay Arizona and Dallas. Okay. I think Dallas, Arizona and Dallas both still, I, it's weird because I think Arizona and Dallas by the end of the season could be the best team in football. Mm-hmm. Like if they, if everything continues to go the way it has, there's nothing, you know, Dak's fantastic. Uh, Kyler's been amazing. Um, but like, I, 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 I'm still clinging a little bit to my priors having them fifth. Yeah, you're doubting him a little bit, and I get it. Uh, my, our guy Mike McCarthy, by the way, needs to start. That was rough. using every down, using his that timeouts, was using really his, brutal his time effectively. That was rough. Okay. Um, yeah, the Chargers have fallen out here for me, but I am surprised that uh, that you put your Chiefs that high. We're gonna get. Let's talk about the Chiefs after this. Okay. Panic meter for me. There's some noise there, okay? Um, again, when I do my power rankings, I'm not just thinking about this upcoming week. I'm thinking about players ultimately getting healthy and where this team will end up at the end of the season. For me, that is why I have Tampa Bay ahead of Buffalo um, in, number, in the number one spot. Because when their defensive backs are healthy, Tom Brady is the better quarterback. They are an incredibly good team. I put them number one. Number two... And this is tough because I haven't seen Buffalo play yet. And they've looked fantastic. Um, So I'm going to keep them as number two because they haven't played yet. That said, I think Baltimore could could scrape past them. I'm going to put Baltimore and Arizona. They're the ones that are up for number three, number four. I'm going to put Arizona ahead of Baltimore right now. And the reason I'm going to do that is what Arizona has done with Ky- and the way Kyler Murray is throwing the football, I, I just, I don't know. I have a little man crush on Kyler Murray. Can I say that? Is that okay? Well, no, he's improved and he's gotten like the, their offensive you, line is playing really well. They're, well, I think he's the reason their offensive line yeah. plays so well. Like that's a, that's a thing, you know, that's, that's not a trivial part of it. Baltimore four. Um, and then I'm going to put Dallas five. Um, and I'm going to keep Kansas city out. I, I Patrick Mahomes is not grading well. Yeah. He's not playing particularly well. No, he's not. He, his PFF passing grade pending review is right there with Teddy Bridgewater, 20th in the NFL. Is yeah. that not concerning? He's you? also leading the NFL in touchdown passes, is he not? Like, they're, they're still being productive. Yeah, I agree. That, when I watch that team. But I'm, leading the NFL in touchdown passes when your defense is just getting dragged up and down the field. Yeah, although they gave up one touchdown today. And... They gave up zero points in the second half. I'm not saying it matters. I'm not saying that it's anything to project from. 
but they made they made the Soren they took Sorensen out they put in Thornhill yep. there were not nearly as many missed tackles uh, I have to look at they didn't actually blitz more um, but they were like I thought that they were playing more aggressively defensively they still have Ben Neiman in, and Ben Neiman was the one that was torched uh, by Ricky Seals Jones for the touchdown at the end of the half they were losing going in they were losing 13-10 going into halftime and then they outscored the second half 21-0 so like it is Washington football team. They're not very good, but they were a team like Taylor Heineke is not exactly a disaster. He put up a lot of points against New Orleans. He put up a lot of points against Buffalo. He put, you know, he's, he's done some things before. So this wasn't exact. This was an encouraging game by, by the chiefs. I, I'm still concerned that they gave a guy like Daryl Williams, 21 carries. Mm-hmm. I'm still concerned that Patrick Mahomes is making mistakes. Like, so he threw an interception that was awful that i've never seen him throw before he, he threw yeah a couple well the one that was off tyreek's hands but it doesn't really in, in my fair. opinion it's not a mistake the second one was way worse the second one was terrible i, I they have a tenant game against tennessee next week very big barometer i think for them mm-hmm. they have to win that game in my estimation to really to really uh, earn this um but the the numbers are the numbers and the my priors are my priors and you know, like that's that's kind of where I'm sitting with them. The market does believe going into the season that they are the third most going into the week that they were the third most likely team to win the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. that's it's not too incongruent. But I agree with you that they're not out of the woods from this week. Yeah. They did exactly what you expected them to do this week. Beating being able to beat Taylor Heineke is by the way our lock of the week hit. Thank God. Um, somebody did call me out because we did tease. So it's a little weird. We did tease through. We didn't tease through seven, and I did say you should always tease through seven. I'm more talking about underdogs. I'm doing that when you mm-hmm. tease up from two and a half to eight and a half. That's kind of when you're working with totals and stuff like that. Like you're looking for low variance game or low variance games with favorites because teams like Tampa Bay and teams like Kansas City just win, baby. There is a little bit. I'm more willing to tease through just the six and the three. Um, but that is a good shout out. That is, you know, we, we do want to hold ourselves. Um, honest here. Just count a, count a W. Um, by the way, I think right now I had to place, because I was thinking about, you know, the best of that rest group. And I think, you know, Ty goes to the quarterback. I, I would give Kyler the MVP right now. I think the number two spot has to go to Dak Prescott. Yeah. And number three, Lamar Jackson. Um, Dak was absolutely insane today. He's been so good all season long. Cowboys undefeated against the spread, by the way. So you've got some teams here. You've got the Cowboys, the Browns, the Packers, the Rams. How would you separate those teams? Man, it's it's tricky. Um, what do you? So here's a question that I have for you. Because like, take a look at Green Bay and, and take a look at the Rams. Mm-hmm. The, the Los Angeles Rams, you know, Matthew Stafford is one of, I think if you don't count Stafford, he has the highest yards per attempt in the league right now, um, passing the ball. Um, and that defense looked great today. It hasn't always looked great, but it looked great today. Daniel Jones mm-hmm. was kind of a slump buster sometimes for defense. Yeah. Entered today with the fourth toughest schedule to date. Mm-hmm. And 28th coming out. They have another easy one next week. <laughs> um, Available on pff.com. So the the problem I have is like, okay, look at the Rams, look at the Packers. We have them power rated similarly. 
Packers have not been at nearly as impressive when you look at the wins and losses and the yep. scores of the games. Despite being 5-1, and one, just like L.A., mm-hmm. they have a point differential that's barely positive. Yep. 25th hardest schedule to date. To date, 5th coming out of this week. All, every team in the NFC North, a top-10 schedule uh, coming up. So when I look at those two teams, is Green Bay weathering the storm of offensive line injuries, mm-hmm. defensive injuries? Like, yep. no, they didn't have their two corners today. They don't have Zadarius Smith right now. Um, offensive line, they don't have Bakhtiari. You know, they're struggling there. Jenkins ha- has been hurt as well. Like, if they were if they were to play each other on a neutral, I think L.A. would be favored. And Agree. But, like, the quarterback advantage for Rodgers is I make it two points. Like, I still think it's yep. a lot. Ba- I Like, it's a weird one. Um, and then you take a team like New Orleans, for example – Obviously, Jameis isn't in the same class as Rodgers or Stafford, but I look at the rest of like I look at the defense for that team and the coach, and I think they're superior there to those two teams. Dallas favored on a neutral field against Green Bay, you think? Yeah, favored oh, yeah. on a neutral field against LA. Yeah, New Orleans too. Like I think it's close. Um, I would go, I would go LA by like the smallest of hairs. Um, and that's saying a lot about Rodgers, really, because um, L.A., definitely the better team. More if you gave me points man. with Dak Prescott against any team in the NFL except for, like, maybe Buffalo and Tampa, but even Tampa, it. I would – like, Dak is playing better than any – Dak is playing as well that, as any quarterback in the NFL right now. Like, I, I, it's, it's really very true. encouraging. And, and by the way, playing as well as any receiver in the NFL right now is CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. One of the coolest things about CeeDee Lamb is that – He's like a running back after he catches the ball, mm-hmm. but also is a ridiculous, you know, really good route runner, great body control, Prescott. makes catches all over the place. But like, also once he catches the ball on a screen, the dude like just goes to <laughs> he's head hunting at that point. Prescott ninety point five PFF grade pending review, second in the NFL right now to Tom Brady, who's ninety one. Uh, third is Russell Wilson, fourth and fifth, Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins, two Kirks in there. Um, Jackson Mahomes had a really nice um. PFF grade today as well. Uh, impressive, impressive work so, by him. So, one question: like, here's the here's the interesting nugget. I I brought up Carr, mm-hmm. Ceedee Lamb taken third wide receiver last year. Yep. Over Henry Ruggs, who Henry Ruggs has been fine. He's been he's played well this year, it, but it just shows like how it's not just about getting the best play, getting good players in the draft. It's about getting the best value in the draft. And the hard part about the Raiders, and I know they're four and two, and they got back on track today. They got a good player with the eleventh pick last year. They didn't get the best player. Like, imagine how much better that offense would be with Ceedee Lamb on it. Yeah, unbelievable. You know, I, that's that's fun that you're thinking about that because I'm thinking about how much better the Niners would be well, with Ceedee Lamb got Ayuk, instead, okay? instead of Javon Kinlaw. They got Ayuk. Ayuk in his season doesn't even have half of what Ceedee Lamb put up in a game this this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's a disaster. Okay, before we get to uh, week seven, real quick, what do you think is the biggest looking, if we look back to today in say five weeks, what's the thing we're overreacting to the most? Uh, today, okay. Um, so as of right now, so we just went over our power ratings, talked about all these teams. Like what's the thing we're overreacting to the most right now? Here's one, and, I, and again, I don't think we're overreacting to this too much. But I do think that the punditry is. I think the Bengals are more of a good feel story 
than they are a good team. Kind of went down the ladder there. But like, but they're in the playoffs if the season started, mm-hmm. if the season ended today, right? Yeah. Like, when you look at the standings on Sunday Night Football, it was, you, you saw the AFC North, mm-hmm. it was Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and then Pittsburgh tied in the last place. Like, people are like, oh, the Bengals, I'm really impressed with the Bengals. I'm really impressed. I would, that's a team that I think is encouraging, but not, not super like I'm not a contender yet Mm -hmm. and then the my honorable mention for this is I think today's Chargers game is a blip I think the Chargers will be fine I think they got their ass kicked by the Ravens but the Ravens Mm -hmm. are a good freaking football team so like I don't think that matters much yeah um I think that yeah and I guess going that direction with like what is the market overreacting to the most my take is that it will be the Rams Mm-hmm. The hard part being, though, George, right? Like, the Rams next week have the Lions at home. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not saying that's the time. I'm not saying you fade them immediately, but... Um, and then they go to Houston. You could also... Look, I could make the case as well. You know, we just talked about having Arizona three and four, you know, in that mm-hmm. spot. I think a lot of people are going to have them one. Yeah, that's too high. And, and it's too high. It's okay to be an undefeated team and not be the best team in the if, NFL. If the if the Cardinals and the Chiefs played on a neutral field, what would be the spread? Wow. <laughs> like um I think the Cardinals would be favored. I I just I can't. I I think and like look, I love the, the Cardinals. The Chiefs are playing not good football right now. That's just a fact. I, I mean, agree how many with times you. you have to see it? It's been 6 weeks. I agree with you, but I still think they the Chiefs They have not played well once. Oh, they played well today. They played Taylor Heineke. Okay, but the, I mean. Patrick Mahomes didn't play that well today. No, not that. I mean, but as a team, like, I thought I thought they put. When's the, the last time you saw them put together more than, like, one and a half plays down the football field that looked good? But that's because of the way the teams play them. Like. Do teams don't play other teams that way? Well, not not to the degree that the, and then, the, but not the degree that the Chiefs. Have are played that way. Interesting. I think the Chiefs would be favored by a point and a half, maybe two. Okay, I would take the card. But but like but I your point stands. Your point is okay. What if what if Arizona was on a neutral with Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Buffalo's favored in that game, right? Yep. And, and so what your point is is like every swinging dick is going to have Arizona as their number one power rated team yep. when that's not true, right? Like that's not the case. I I went all the way to team three. Because I and what would the Ravens be favored against them? Yes, better coach, probably better quarterback, and a better defense. So, like, I would and I would take the Cardinals in that case. Yeah. Okay. I. I so like. So my point is that Arizona is probably more like fundamentally, depending upon what you view the Chiefs as, fourth or fifth. Yeah. You know, they're not favored against Tampa. They're not favored against uh buffalo and they're not favored against the ravens they're probably not favored against the chiefs yeah i i would like to see what the market would make that ravens game mm-hmm. you are a big Ravens stand and that's fine yeah i, I yeah that's true um i also thought the browns i mean i was i was also with the market but like i thought yeah. the browns were a good bet at two and a half today i think the market agreed it went out to three and a half yeah but they but were an that, incredibly popular bet. A lot of that, I think, had to do with Cliff Kingsbury. Anyways, uh, let's get into week seven before we do. Please go 
subscribe to the PFF Forecast if you're not already, either on YouTube or on wherever you get your podcasts. And use promo code FORECAST, F-O-R-C-A-S-T, at pff.com to get 25% off. We need you. Spread it around. Tell your friends. Use that one little gift. I don't know, pre-Halloween gift, whatever it is. Give those out as Halloween gifts. Instead of candy, actually with candy, put a little use promo code FORECAST for 25% off. The kids will love it. They, they love PFF um, subscriptions. If you're going to bet on games, also go do it at DraftKings and the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's the official betting partner of the NFL, and they've got you covered. Use promo code PFF. When you sign up, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win their game. And if you do, you'll get $200 in free bets, which you can go place on all the great bets that you can find at PFF.com. Player props, my personal favorite. Every single quarterback rushing prop basically hit today. Go make it happen at DraftKings and the DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, week seven, are you ready? Mm-hmm. A lot of teams on bye. This is the big bye week. Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Chargers, Vikings, and Steelers. Um, maybe the most interesting storyline will be what the Jaguars do on their bye week. Do they just all go to Ohio? Or there's some fun stuff to do there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, were they going to leave, Cl- leave Cliff in uh, in London if they would have lost? Urban, you mean? Urban, um, sorry. That's ur- a, that was a uh, the urban Freudian sombrero. slip. Freudian slip. All right, Thursday night, Broncos at Browns. What you got this one is? Uh, okay, uh, Broncos Browns. I said, and I'm a, this is before the games today. I had Cleveland minus four and a half. Okay. Um, I have Browns minus five and a half. Uh, I think. Oh, Teddy, man, Teddy fell down to earth, right? Teddy fall hard. Looks like it is. Five. five so yeah. we're right in the middle there okay no bet there what do you think of so denver's about if things go the way this is supposed to go denver's now going to lose their fourth straight mm-hmm. right go to three and four by the way overreaction tomorrow will be that the browns are in trouble well yes and no right because granted they have lost to some good teams though those have been their losses mm-hmm. but like baker mayfield doesn't look good his chemistry with Odell is it got still... a little better today. Odell dropped a pass that if he catches on that fourth down, yeah. they've got a chance. They to have make a one that score game. game. They basically yeah. make it a one score game. The but like don't don't you agree with me though that it's a little bit they they don't look good. They don't look. It's not like they're like playing the like the one. The game two tackles the are out. A good game. Two and tackles are out. Yeah. Jarvis Landry's been out. I'm not overreacting to the Cleveland Browns okay. loss. They're going to be just It's fine. actually uh, shaping up to be a decent Thursday night game, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't think we should bet it. Total on this game, 44. Um, there is, it looks like minus, on Pinnacle, minus 110 to the under, minus 101 to the over. Let's look at Cleveland. You know what this is going to be for weather. the Browns? This is going to be Demetric Felton season. So Thursday night weather, 65, precipitation 50%. Wind 18 miles per hour. Kareem That's Hunt what. injured. Nick Chubb may play, but injured. Demetric Felton is going to rumble. You don't think uh, AAF uh, superstar uh, Dearness Johnson will be the running back in this I, game? I don't know. Um, by the way, Teddy Bridgewater today. Turns out Teddy Bridgewater, when he beat three teams that cumulatively could not win a single game, that wasn't Teddy Bridgewater for real. Teddy Bridgewater for real is not very good. Uh, congratulations. Interesting. Um, where is Bridgewater here? Teddy Bridgewater, on. ironically. Teddy Bridgewater has six big-time throws this year. That's tied for 27th in the NFL. Not great. The, the ball taker carer of or has more turnover-worthy plays than big-time throws this year. 
which is rough. Um, next up. Next up. Yeah. The Panthers and the New York Giants, the 1 p.m. Yeah. slate uh, on in the East Coast on Sunday. I had the Giants uh, getting a point at home. I said the Giants would be plus two and a half. I, th- I would imagine that that's too high. No, that's, I think, exactly. It's not on. Look at me. Yeah. Well, it's actually even trending towards three. On yeah. Pinnacle, the Panthers, minus two and a half, minus 114. Giants, plus two and a half, mi- plus 104. Total, 44. This screams Wong teaser. Yeah, dude. Except for Daniel, like the Panthers' defense, although they got worked over by a Vikings offense today, to the tune of what was it, thirty-four points? Yeah. That Vikings offense is actually decent when they when they let Kirk Cousins play football a little bit. Sam Donald is not very good. That's well, should we? Thing. I mean, should okay? Should we package this in a teaser? I like a little tease. Okay. okay. The Giants, because look, man, like. I, this sounds really stupid because obviously the way the game played out, but the Giants were being competitive with the Rams before Daniel Jones started throwing the ball to the other team. And that was... So the way that I look... Yeah, the way that I look at this is, look, the Rams are a top seven team, whatever you want to call it. The Panthers are not, but it's not just the difference between, like, say the Panthers are 15th, like seven and 15. It's a literal class or two of football, mm-hmm. right? That's... And... Like, I think you could make a really strong case that at the end of the season, the Panthers and the Giants are in the same class. Yeah, I agree. Panthers okay. now three and three. Three consecutive losses after three straight wins against the easiest schedule in football other than uh, Denver. Schedules matter, folks. Yes. Um, by the way, strength of schedule available on pff.com. Okay, Jets off of a bye. Who knows what that means? Go to New England to play the Patriots. Patriots, Mac Jones... Pending review, a top three PFF passing grade Spunky. this week. Played freaking Spunkily. well. Spunkily. Yeah. Um, if you bet the Patriots, by the way, plus three and a half. Take a lap. I mean, that's that's a great bet. <laughs> or if you had under in that game. The yeah, under true. was a fuck. Like, if if that pick six doesn't happen, if they just, like, are kneel down on the ball after the Trayvon Diggs interception and, like, run the clock out and kick a field goal, the game yep. goes under by a touchdown. Instead, it goes over by two touchdowns. Yep. Um, okay, I have uh, New England favored by eight and a half. I said six and a half. Um, oh, wow. And we, we, I think, have our teaser leg because I'm – so it is minus seven, but plus 102 to the minus seven part. Plus seven is minus 112. So it is really more of a true six and a half. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, where I think – this is the this is the the candidate to be the teaser leg to go with the Giants. So I'm going to call this the Belichick teaser, mm-hmm. the the, the big tuna pass. the big tuna teaser. Yeah. So we go Giants plus eight and a half, New England minus one. Let's say. Can can we for a second remember what Zach Wilson looked like against the Patriots at home, and ask yourself what is he going to look like against the Patriots on the road? <sighs> Well, in that game, when they played in Jets, it was plus six, maybe a close plus five and a half. So home field advantage. So this is basically, of course, road teams coming off of a bye are worth something. But this is basically saying that New England has gotten worse since then mm-hmm. in the eyes of the market, which I guess in week two, they had just come off a spunky game against the Miami Dolphins. Sure. But they are the only team to lose to that bad Dolphins team, right? We found out the Dolphins are not very good. Five straight losses since that loss. It's a week-to-week league, Eric. So um, this one makes sense from a, you know, sort of how the market has evolved standpoint. Let's take New England minus one. 
teased with Giants plus eight and a half. Here we'll take the minus one to please all the people. We are teasing through seven and three to get to New England minus yeah. one, and of course with the Giants lie. plus eight and a half. I'm not gonna lie. If it gets down to six and a half, I I just like the Patriots. I, you know. Yeah. Jets. A total on this game, 43. So, again, perfect for that kind of thing. No totals, I'm noticing, except for one. Uh, and one that I think actually under is the play uh, in the 50s. And this one is exactly 50. So, this next week, not only a lot of big spreads, as we'll talk about, but a lot of low totals, um, interestingly. Next up, Chiefs at Titans in Tennessee here. Do we not? Okay. I'm not, okay. I had... Tennessee getting two and a half at home. Oh, wow. Okay. I have Tennessee getting five. See? I mean, um, I think I'm, I'm probably short. What, you what do you see it as? I see four. Okay. Um, and I think that's interesting to me. I mean, they're plus what? Five, five and a half. Well, they're home. Uh, they're home. They're going to be home. Right. Plus five, five and a half to the Bills. Um, I guess that's it's saying. A, it's all the way out to six now. Where? Uh, oh, I, oh I sorry, sorry. The to, Bills to, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's out to six. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I. I Chiefs, Chiefs two points worse than Buffalo. Well, plus, plus a, a little, like maybe a, maybe a quarter to half point reduction for the, but it's probably like a quarter of a point for uh monday to sunday transition you yeah. know yeah. so so you're saying that maybe the chiefs are two and the chiefs second road second straight row game so maybe that cancels so then you have basically kansas city two points worse than buffalo on a neutral i think it's, makes sense i think it's a little yeah it's fine four or five potato potato um i'm taking derrick henry's over but in that game, but yeah, yeah. probably same. Uh, next up, Washington goes to Green Bay to play the Packers. Ooh, what'd you have this one at? Washington starting out two and five. You'd hate to see that happen. Um, all right, I had Green Bay minus nine and a half. Okay, I had Green Bay minus nine. It is minus. It's basically minus ten. Um. So here's a question I have. I don't want to bet Washington. <laughs> okay, because I was gonna I was gonna ask because I do think, and this is sort of similar to the um, the game that they had against Buffalo, where you're like, man, that's a lot of points, and Green Bay hasn't been all that impressive, and but they played like kind of a non-impressive game this week and beat a Bears team mm-hmm. who I think is similarly yoked to Washington by ten. Um, so. That is what it is. Let's lay off that game. Doesn't look like we like that many of these this week. Yeah, that's um I see yeah, I see nine and a half in some places. Actually. Okay. So So we were both right ish. I think we were pretty close. Uh Falcons Dolphins. Um actually going back to Washington Green Bay real quick. Um just just worth a shout out that Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL and it's not particularly close. Especially given that Green Bay does makes absolutely no effort to help him no. um, with other receivers. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's it's something else. It's absurd. Falcons coming off of a bye, facing the Miami Dolphins coming off of a London game in Miami. Yeah. Uh, I have the Dolphins as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I do, too. It Now, 
before the games, I think that was reasonable. Now it's basically a pick. Um, Falcons are minus 108 on the money line. Dolphins are minus 102. So it's a little bit Falcony. Falcons could go to three and three with a win here. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I want to bet them. Total on the game, 48. actually looked good today. I, I thought that Brian Flores was really bad today they also didn't have both their starting corners Xavier Howard and yeah. Byron Jones and Justin play. Coleman and former first round pick Noah Igbenogany yeah so I don't know if those two guys will be back um, Falcons don't exactly have a ton of receivers that can hurt you no um, also last time we saw the Falcons was in London without Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage so they, they won the covered all that stuff against the Jets which is not necessarily great data but um, okay, let's like I mean, unless we want to take the Falcons. I think the Falcons are interesting. No, I'm not gonna lie. I just think they're kinda kinda interesting. Um I was hoping it was gonna be two and a half. Yeah, but not after today. Say lovey. Bengals, Ravens. This is yeah, this a is actually another really okay. good game. This is in Baltimore. Uh best game of this early slate. What you have? I said Baltimore minus seven and a half. I have Baltimore minus seven. It is minus six and a half, and I believe we should get, put Baltimore in a teaser with the other, the aforementioned. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I love Joe Burrow. I love the Bengals, but that game was 10 nothing, 7 nothing at half against the, De- the Detroit Lions. Mm. Like, that game was winnable for any team that, that's good. Okay, Whereas, I'll, I'll consider it. Joe Burrow, again. Playing really, really freaking well. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, man, that's that's tough. Joe Burrow probably going to finish with a top five grade, PFF passing grade this um, this week. But yeah, I can get on board with it. Um, okay, before we get to the uh, afternoon slate, we are presented by, brought to you by our good friends at Western and Southern Financial. You go bet on games, you win some money, you gotta find something to do with your money. And Western Southern is a great place to help you figure out the best way to make your money grow. And they're doing something pretty cool. They're teaming up with our good friend, Chris Collinsworth, um, to share some insights on how that uh, they can help you put your head together for both your fantasy and your financial scoreboards. Want to hear about Chris's old playing days or behind the scenes with Al on Sunday night? I can trust you, like I can tell you that's funny. You probably want to hear about it. Um, how about a need to know for your financial future? Now you can ask either or both, and every football or financial question you ask earns you a chance to win a catered party for the uh, big game in February. You may have heard of that one. Check out the Chris Collinsworth podcast and Western Southern's Instagram for answers to the best questions each week and get yourself on the path to a uh, to righteousness. To righteousness, yep. Um, submit your questions at westernsouthern.com slash askchris. Western southern.com slash ask chris go make it happen now and we're brought to you by Fantrax. if you are going to host a fantasy football league somewhere go do it at Fantrax. it's the most customizable great ui ux really easy to do things like multi-team trades um, fab for future year picks all this stuff it's awesome um, and if you're using it for you know like basketball it's like 48 hours away so go to fantrax.com set up your league use promo code pff at Fantrax.com slash PFF, and you can um, uh, win signed jerseys um, when you create your own league there. So go make that happen. Okay, 
that was a it's a little late we got through the read mm-hmm. zone okay you made it 4 p.m slate lions rams I in said, los angeles i said rams minus 14 and a half i'm low i'm short on it i think <laughs> i said 13 and a half um and it is 16 yeah that makes sense i don't think i could touch detroit with a 40-foot pole here though nor would i want to i mean this is a revenge game for jared goff this is the True. jared goff revenge game you don't want to take jared goff number 16 getting 16 in los angeles all you have to do is add john 316 to that discussion <laughs> and maybe i'll do it okay i know they just got the crap kicked out of them by the Bengals, but trap game mm-hmm. looking ahead to this game jared goff has circled this game he just got called out by his coach. Mm-hmm. Opportunity. Plus 16. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. I can't. Here's I mean, the tough thing, because as he, much as this is a Jared Goff revenge game, this is also a Sean McVay, I need to prove that me trading for Matt Stafford made sense, and everything that he knows that Jared Goff can't handle, they're going to throw at him. Yeah, I, I think this is a, hey, Raheem, that said 16 is enticing yeah that uh this is an ask this is something that's very important to note as sports betters the book has to hang a line for every single game you do not have to bet every single game so like for a game like what's that i didn't know that for 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 this for a game like this like i i get it i think like there's no way i'm laying the points of the rams because there might just be a game where it's like Welcome in the fourth quarter and the Rams are leading three to nothing. It's like you Carey, just got yeah. no chance there. But there's also what it, exactly what you described with like the, the Detroit Lions are not even try, trying to win f- football games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have they've gone three and three against the spread, so they're not completely disaster. No. But like we have the Lions as our uh, lowest ranked team though yeah. in the NFL. Worth noting. Yeah. Eagles Raiders in Las Vegas. I have the Raiders favored by four and a half here. I just have the Raiders favored by six and a half. The Raiders are favored by three. I, I like that. I, I... So it's interesting. I, when I was uh, picking this line, I started it at Raiders minus six. And I go, you know who the Eagles are? The Eagles are a really bad team. With Jalen Hurts, there's always a, a really good chance they come through the back door. He's a mobile guy. They have good receivers. He's going to scramble around. They're going to try and win every mm-hmm. single freaking game. Um, at three, though, they have to win the game outright. For, but at three, basically, you know yeah. what I mean. By the way, people give me shit for liking the Raiders this week. I don't, I don't get it. The the weight off the back, the monkey off the back. Yeah. Plus um, three and a half, baby. Well, it was actually close five. So we, we got yeah. negative cleave on that pick. Picks went two and three this week. It's okay. Got negative cleave on that one. Lock the week hurt. Lock the week hit. Um, that's all that matters. Um, I'll take I'll take Vegas minus three. I think that's a pick for me. A, a selection for me, let's say. Speaking of pick, that did not work. The Texans plus 10 against the Jesus. Indianapolis Colts. Come on, Texans. What are you doing? Um, they are now they going, were spunky for a while, but they are now going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals favored by 14 and a half in this game. Probably I said, short. I said 13 and a half. It is minus 17. 17. <laughs> I mean, this look, I, uh, minus 17. God help us all. 
This is a DeAndre Hopkins revenge game. It you, is. You don't, that, that's baked in, Who, I think. But his revenge is not against anyone on this team. They, I, There's you, no you one left to, on this give team. Give it to Houston. There's no one left that was there during the DeAndre Hopkins era other than maybe like uh, uh, Zach Cunningham maybe. But this this is trending towards 17 and a half. I think if you're a huge sicko and want to take this, wait till it gets to 17 and a half. Um, Because that's probably the right play total on this game, 48. Can I ask you a question? Where did you hear the word sicko? What's that? You've been using the word sicko a lot. Uh, I I think I've read it. Actually, I think maybe like somebody like Matt Harmon said it. And I was like, oh, that's that does describe me to a T. (laughs) And so like I've just been projecting that onto everybody else as as sort of like. The phrase huge sicko has become. uh, Yeah, I'll I'll stop. It's okay. I kind of like it. Okay. So like if, if you are deranged like me. You take Houston plus 17 and a half, but I don't think we can write that up because I don't think it's 17 and a half yet. And I'd hate for, yeah, uh, to, to, to have it like, you know, and they're not a high push probability on 17, but whatever. Bears Bucks in Tampa Bay. What would uh, you have this at? I'm, I'm completely wrong. Um, why am I completely wrong? What'd you have it at? Seven and a half. Oh, wow. You must be wrong. I have it at uh, 12 and a half. Right, you're way closer. It's 13. So why do I like why do I like Chicago? Am I just holding out hope? Or, or, Are you or remembering last fields? year when they almost – when they uh, sorry, when they won out almost, right? They with won Nick out Foles? right with Nick yeah. Foles. Yeah. Um, in Tom Tampa. Brady couldn't count downs. In Tampa? Tampa's banged up. Tampa, like their defense – like I guess Chicago's offensive line is prohibitively bad. And Tampa, even though they're banged up, it's mostly in the secondary. Yeah. Um, but their defense is fine. Chicago has played good defense again today. God, I hate to say this, but I, oh man. I think there's value on the Chicago bears in this game. I agree. Okay. Well, it's trending towards 12 and a half. Let's take the 13 while it's still there. Tampa does get a little bit of a mini buy with the Thursday night football, but I mean, there's not a lot to select from here. I do think, man, it's hard to, it's, this is tough. Uh, Tom Brady is just, uh, but you know they, they did. They were up big on the Eagles and they kind of sat on it. Yeah, I mean Fat Lenny sat on it. Sunday night, Colts Niners. Jeez. God Prayers and thoughts. San Francisco coming off of bye. I took the Niners minus six and a half, but I think it's long now. Uh, I have Niners minus three. It's minus four, so. You and I disagree on this one. I think this is probably assuming Jimmy G. Probably assuming Jimmy G. Total on the game, 44 and a half. Carson Wentz for every, like, despite yeah, everything I've really just well said, done. has looked decent in game recently. Jonathan Taylor's fantastic. Um, they're bullying people up front. Now, I think if they would have, like, think about how much different the narrative would be if they hung on and won against Baltimore mm-hmm. Monday. Mm-hmm. The AFC would be a lot more flat. You know, Baltimore, yeah. LAC. I thought they were going to just like kind of give up. They did not. Yeah, they played a really good game today. So, Or, or they covered the spread, and they, they kind of dominated today. Um, I actually didn't watch that much of it. But, like um, – You didn't watch much of Colts-Texans, you're saying? Interesting. Well, so Kevin Clark, our, our good friend, a uh, friend of the show, said uh, – uh, he has no evidence that it happened. And I said, well, it's Texas trying to scrub history again. <laughs> 
Monday night. <laughs> Monday night is Saints Seahawks because we need Jamal Adams need trying to catch a football once again. Jameis is going to give him an opportunity. You know it. In prime time. Oh, yeah. He's probably going to dome him in the, in, in the helmet. <laughs> dome him. Um, yeah, that's not well, how that was, I wanted that to was sound. Big Ben's, like, that was Big Ben's highest velocity throw, the one that hit Jamal Adams in yeah. the face. <laughs> I have the um, Seahawks getting five points. Whoa. I have Seahawks. And I guess New Orleans coming off a bye. Seattle's yep. coming off. I have Seattle getting two and a half. Wow. I, I guess you're betting on – Geno Smith yeah, because jeans, uh, you're calling him yeah <laughs> old blue jeans over here it is New Orleans well pre Sunday night yeah um, a, was New Orleans plus three and a half yeah Sunday night I think pre Sunday night I mean maybe that's a flat three now right because like Seattle actually like covered against a team that some people believe is good I don't believe is good but like what is happening here Sean Payton coming off a of bye, only having to beat Geno Smith by three points is. Do you want to lay the points then? I'm fine doing that. It's a joke in my. Do you opinion. want to do it? New Orleans at Seattle. New Orleans did win in Seattle with a backup quarterback in 2019 with Teddy. Yeah, with Ted Tedford. Seattle, look, New Orleans doesn't have great weapons on offense, but I'll tell you who doesn't have great weapons on defense: Seattle Seahawks. Like. I think tonight's game, the fact that Seattle covered the number and were otherwise like looked, quote, impressive, was probably be more to do with how bad Pittsburgh is. So, yeah, let's lay the points with New Orleans, call it. You'll find out if we decide to actually write it up. Our um, article will be out probably when you're listening to this uh, early in the morning on Monday. How's our show? We're on to week seven, baby. Appreciate y'all. Love you. Peace.